Stoop Kids in a 412. I am your host, Meet. Um, today we are coming at you through the platform Zoom. Um, definitely has been getting its exercise through this quarantine. And I thank you all for joining us. My guest this evening is Hard Hat Dogu. Right? Pronounce yep. that right. Then yep. I- right. Uh, First time right. I've heard it. <laughs> that's right. I got it. <laughs> sure. um, Hard Hat, how are you doing, man? I'm How's doing all right, man. How about yourself? I'm doing just fine, you know, just making the best of the situation. I appreciate you for stopping by the stoop today, man. I appreciate you for having me, man. Seriously. Yeah, absolutely. Um, why don't you go ahead and tell the audience just a little bit about yourself? All right. Well, my name is Harhat Dogu. I'm from Clare, MPA. Uh, grew up there, lived there from about, I'll say, kindergarten to like fifth grade. Moved out of there, lived out Baldwin for a little bit. Uh, went there for seventh grade, left, went to Jeanette for eighth to ninth, no, eighth to tenth grade, left there, came to back to Pittsburgh, and I went to Brashear from 11th to 12th, graduated in 2K17, local rap artist. I mean, I'm just chilling, man, just living life. Yeah. Dude, a lot of moving around. A lot of moving. Yeah. But um, now where's the, where, where's the hard hat come into play? The hard hat. So I used to do construction when I got out of high school. I got out of high school. I went to Job Corps for heavy equipment operations. As soon as I graduated, I went straight into a, a union, Local 66 union. And uh, I was doing it for a while, man. And I, I was liking the money, but like, I didn't really like doing construction. Yeah. And music was always the thing I really wanted to do. And like I felt like construction was kind of getting in the way of that. And so when I finally decided to leave, I didn't want to feel like I was, you know, quitting on myself for like being lazy or something like that. So I was like, you know, I'm going to promise myself that no matter what I'm doing, I'm going to work hard at it, even if I'm not in in a fucking, you know, construction job site. So I had took the hard hat from when I had did construction, as you can see, it's on my head. Mm -hmm. Like I take it to all like performances and shit like that, just to remind myself, like, I mean, like where I started and how I've achieve the stuff that I've achieved, especially because I took the construction money to buy my, you know, own little studio setup and stuff like that. And then just, just the, uh, so that's how the horror hat gets incorporated into like yeah. the name. Yeah, it's definitely, I feel like it, it's a reminder that like work ethic that you need for construction. It, it's not just for construction. It, it, it can be applied to multiple assets um, within, you know, different situations in life. Right. That was way better than, yeah, you know, I mean, how I could have worked. <laughs> Um, but no, no, that's, that's definitely, that's definitely something that, uh, makes you different, you know, um, it's something that is going to propel you, um, to keep striving for, for the goals that you set for yourself. And, um, there's nothing better than, you know, a hard worker, um, Mm -hmm. you know I mean? Uh, like an old, old saying goes, you know, at the end of the day, hard work, you know, will trump talent because hard work is willing to do the things that, you know, the, the people that are talented aren't willing to do sometimes, right. you know what I mean? And, um, yeah, man, 
um, I, I like it. I fuck with it. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. A lot of people do, man. My first show, I popped out. I had a whole construction fit on, and it was just like, it was just like open eyes all around. Cause like, you know, you see all these guys come in, they got the jewelry on the fucking watches that, you know, like you're used to that when, when they call up my name on stage and I come out and they're like, yo, what the fuck? Like I had, <laughs> I had dirty work gloves hanging out my back pocket. I had like a green shirt with the reflective shit on it. I had my green horror hat, like connected to the waist buckle. Like it was just <laughs> wild. And then people were like, yo, what the, who, who is he care to fix something? Like what is going on? <laughs> like here's, here's this guy. Yeah, but that was my logic, though, because I'm like, you know what I mean? There's a thousand motherfuckers. Like, if I go to a show and I see a thousand motherfuckers who had chains and a watch on, I tell my man, say, hey, did you see dude with the chain and the watch? You know, like, oh, which one? But yeah, if I say, hey, did you see dude with the fucking hard hat attached to his? I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, just that little little bit, like, can be what distinguishes you from, you know, a whole crowd of other people. Right. You that's know? And that's the plan, you know? Yeah. Especially, especially when it's just like, if you go to a situation and it's like, you got a 15 minute set it's like okay i got like three songs like you know what i mean like is that enough but like if you go out there and you make yourself physically like like attractive you know and like people are like yo what the fuck like what the, you have to like it's like it demands it just demands attention if a motherfucker's like drinking at the bar and paying attention like if they just take a quick glimpse over they're like wait what the hell like hold on like i have to lock in now like what is it about to happen <laughs> like what is yeah exactly what the hell is gonna happen no, that's awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so you so you go from construction to music. Like, how do you make such a drastic change? Like, what 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 inspired you? Well, like, so I've always been a firm believer in bro, just doing whatever makes you happy. You know what I mean? And I uh oh, this is a great story, actually. Matter of fact, so I'd go to work every single fucking day, dude. Like five o'clock in the morning. I'm up. I got to get there at six. I drive there, rain or shine. I got to be at this fucking construction site. I hated it, bro. Woke up every morning. I was pissed. Like, dude, I can't do this. I had a fucking foreman who was a dickhead, dude. Like, he was just always on my ass, bro. And uh, while I was working, I had bought my studio equipment and I had started dabbling in music again. And I had made a song. It was a some shady remix. That was probably the first song that I actually dropped. And uh, I had made a music video for it through Blackout Productions. It was one of my first music videos. I got to get them to change the name because it only says Doggoo right now. It's just a horror hat Doggoo. Okay. But uh, it, it did pretty well. It got like a thousand views in like a few weeks. And uh, the guys on the construction site actually seen it. And I didn't know. So I come to work. And they're just like, hey, uh, Slim. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? And they were like all telling me they seen it. And, they, and then everybody was like, yeah, we showed the, uh, the, the super – the superintendent and uh he thought it was pretty funny i'm like oh fuck like and he, the guy was always on my ass all the time so i'm like i know he's gonna have some bullshit to say so here he comes around the corner strolling i'm like oh here it comes he's like hey man i didn't know you were a rapper i'm like oh this is gonna be fucking hell and he looks at me and he says and i was expecting him to like you know be an asshole about it and he's like so that's cool i mean um do you make any money doing it i was like well uh not really i mean i could but you know i really don't have the time he said oh said, well, do you like doing it? And I was like, uh, yeah. He was like, so why are you here then? And I just like kind of stuck with me. I'm like, wow, like that was a good answer. Because he told me, he goes like, I love construction. Said, That's why I'm here. He said, but you don't know what I mean? He said, if you love other things, I don't get why you would be here. Yeah, wow. Okay. You definitely, know what I mean? <laughs> definitely caught you by surprise. Right. So I'm like, so why the fuck am I here, bro? Quit like the next day. And I was like, 
fuck it, I'll just work somewhere regular, bro, and fucking pursue what I want to do. Right. Wow. Wow. Have you uh, have you talked to him since? No, no, not at all. No, he, he wasn't that cool, you know what I mean? That was that <laughs> one time, that one phrase he said was cool. Other than that, dude, <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, so we take the we take the work ethic from from construction. The inspiration comes from construction. Um, so I mean, what what kind of music then are you trying to um, portray for yourself? What are you trying what? to? Create? Oh, go ahead. Finish what you're gonna say, bro. No, like, what are you trying to create? What, like, what kind of sound? Like, what kind of sound? That's a good. That's a good question, bro. Like, th- these are the type of questions that, like, I have trouble answering because, like, I'm not real good with putting these types of things in the work. But, like, the best way I could try to explain it is, I just want to make music that people can relate to. Like, like I hear, like, there's making hit songs and there's making songs that people feel. You know what I mean? Like. There's, there's guys that I see that, like, they make a hit song and everybody's fucking with them, you know what I mean? But, like, if they died tomorrow, people would just be on to the next motherfucker with a hit song. As opposed to artists that people feel, like, when you when these people die, like, these the fucking fans are ready to commit suicide. Like, those are people who made songs that people felt as opposed to a song that people just dance to, you know what I mean? I always wanted to be one of those artists who makes a song that somebody can hear it and really it really helps them, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know. So is that like something you're trying, you're like striving for? No, oh, yeah, that's definitely what I hope to accomplish. Most definitely. Yeah. So with that, um, how would you describe your your music in like three words? Three words? I would say vibey, deep, fun. Vibey, deep, fun. Vibey, deep, fun. Okay. Now, sugar, honey, iced tea. Vibey fun, vibey fun, and what was the third one? Deep, deep. Does it accomplish all three? I would say it does. At first, at a surface level, I feel like it may not. But I mean, if you know the story, like because the album, the whole album follows a story, like a story path in my life. Right. So if you if you understand the story, then it's deep. Yeah, you know I mean. Okay. But the vibe being fun, it definitely accomplishes the vibe being fun. Okay. Um, let me, let's play a little snippet of it. Okay. This is Sugar Honey Iced Tea by Hard Hat Dog. Baby, I'm the sugar, honey, ice tea You still looking by me, now I'm icy She said I was ugly, now she like me Think that I can see that bitch, I might be Baby, I'm the sugar, honey, ice tea You still looking by me, now I'm icy She said I was ugly, now she like me Think that I can see that bitch, I might be Baby, I'm the sugar, honey, ice I was like me, not she like me Think that I can see that bitch on my feet 
Tryna get some sugar from my honey Cause she see my ice white teeth Clean from my head down to my nights Pick going up on the gram Bitch you see the lights If you think I need you in my life Bitch you need a life I was getting head back when you was sipping Peter Light If you think you had some long days You should see my nights Sitting in the stool just writing to a beat I like Think the winter cold my nigga Then you should see my ice Hit my hot hard my nigga Then you should see my life Got a couple killers that's gon' ride I don't need to fight Got some down bitches that's gon' ride I don't need a wife Bitch I'm on my shit Alright man Tell me a little bit about Sugar Honey Iced Tea Definitely, All right. definitely fun. <laughs> All right. So, so like I said, the whole album follows a storyline. Mm-hmm. So the first half of songs is just like from the very beginning of like how I was, even like as an artist and as a person. Yeah. And so like I was never too confident. I was never really too even like – gung-ho about making music because i didn't really think i was that good i was very insecure so like as the album progresses like after going through those things and uh evolving from those things that's why i made sugar honey iced tea as like me now it's like i think i'm the shit you know what i mean so like here's this song about just being yourself and being happy with who you are and just being confident like nobody can tell you nothing you know what i mean yeah no definitely so it's definitely if you go back to boy meets world the prequel which started this whole series so i feel like it's kind of like the where you thought you were gonna be through like rose rose gold dreams mm-hmm. so it's like i feel like rose gold dreams is kind of like alluding to you know your dreams obviously right what you're trying to achieve and i feel like like maybe sugar honey iced tea is kind of like hey, like you know i made it like i'm kind of i'm just able to chill now Right. I mean, like, I, I accomplished, like, a goal now. Let me celebrate the moment. Mm-hmm. Stop, you know, like, smell the roses, like they say, and just enjoy it. Right. Is that, is that, is that a good, is that kind of, like, a good, like, argument? That is very accurate, bro. I yeah. like how you took Rose Gold Dreams and related it to it. Because, honestly, like, <laughs> I didn't even think of it like that. Until you did. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that's dope. See what I mean? I'll fuck with it. Yeah, hey, we're making connections for the artists. I love it. Right. <laughs> So, uh, what do you say we give the audience a little sneak peek in the Rose Gold Dreams and off of Boy Meets World? Okay. Okay, so guys, this is also um, on Spotify. Um, and like I said, this is the prequel. Rose Gold Dreams. Cause I'm a seed that came from the dirt. She think I want to get in the jeans. I really want to get up inside a purse. I done seen things. Fiends will be in front of a church. Told hoes I want a family. Even though I really didn't want to wear her. Rose Gold Dreams. Cause I'm a seed that came from the dirt. She think I want to get in the jeans. I really want to get up inside a purse. I done seen things. Fiends will be in front of a church. Told hoes I want a family. Even though I really didn't want to wear her. Ramen noodles to Benny Hanna noodles From where a nigga got a problem, got a robber Shoot him if a nigga disrespecting you, got to do him Ain't no peace, ain't no love, ain't no talking to him Man, I ran through them streets, ain't no walking through him Seen niggas act tough with the clocks and tools Seen them same niggas slump when them shots went through him From that day, knew what I got to do and that's move Get a bag up, broke hoes in my face, baby, back up All city girls do is act up You don't really love me, you a actor Just want my green bay, you a packer No love story, ain't no happy ever after It's no doubt I'm with everybody after Quit my job, said I wanna be a rapper If I play ball, then I'd probably be a rapper Not no killer, but I do what I have to Got a bad bitch that's gonna do what I ask her. Ten fuck school, I'm not doing no faster. I'ma do this till the cash coming 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 faster. Hey, 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 get your money up. Thought I love my last bitch, but she kept fucking up. 
Now for me to give a fuck, I need a couple bucks Spent my whole life running, time to run it Rose up Rose gold dreams, cause I'm a seed that came from the dirt She think I wanna get in the jeans, I really wanna get up inside a purse I done seen things, fiends will be in front of a church Told hoes I want a family, even though I really didn't want it with her Rose gold dreams, cause I'm a seed that came from the dirt She think I wanna get in the jeans, I really wanna get up inside a purse I done seen things, fiends will be in front of a church yeah, man, that's a fucking <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, yeah, tell me, tell me about it. Tell me. About okay. It. So, like, what's crazy is when I was making Boy Meets World. Every time I start a new project, there's like a, you know, what I mean, like an album or something. Yeah. I always try to figure out what I'm going to make the intro. So basically, Rose Gold Dreams wasn't even the original intro to that song. I mean, to that uh, project. Uh, the original intro was uh, the actually the last song on that project. So, like, I made Rose Gold Dreams last out of all the songs. And when I heard the beat, the hook kind of came to me. And, like, as I was chopping it together, I didn't write it down. I just kind of, like, I would do each part of the hook individually. And I just started thinking about things, like, you know, where I came from, things that I've seen, where I want to be. And, like, that, that was, like, so Rose Gold Dreams. The, I, tried, I wanted to call it, like, I wanted to call it something, like, about my dreams. And like I, I couldn't call it gold dreams. I'm like, no, that's not as good. So I was like, rose gold dreams. I'm like, okay, that makes more sense. And then like, like a loose, like a rose from the ground, and like shit like that. You know what I mean? So that's that was like the idea behind the song. Okay, awesome, man, awesome. So you know, what moving forward, what artist would you say you model yourself at? That's that's like a hard like. I feel like I don't really model myself after anybody. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really know. Like, I don't even listen. There's not even an artist I could tell you I listen to enough to even be inspired by their music. You know what I mean? Especially modern artists. Like, I don't really hear too much. A lot of shit sounds the same to me nowadays as, as in the rap genre of artists. But uh, any mainstream artist overall, I try to model myself after in their, not in their music, but in their... Um, uh, yeah, like their, their marketing strategies and all types of stuff like that more so, like how they get where they're at. But I'm not really too worried about their music, if that right. makes sense. Okay, so Har so basically it's Hardhead wants to take his sound and implement like, like you know, one of these mainstream artists' plans to get him to the next level. Right. Okay. One, one artist I've been compared to a lot Um which I, I could kind of hear Chance the Rapper for some okay. reason. Yeah, I, 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 I a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I look at him now, like kind of as like he made the little, he has his little three hat thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to try to get my little horror hat thing to be my signature. Like that's kind of my <laughs> thing now. Like so when I pop up in other people's music videos or in, in anything now, like if people want me to do skits or something like that, like I always make sure I have one of my horror hats on. So like when people see yeah. me, even if they see me from the back, they're like, oh, that's horror hat. That's horror hat dog. You know what I mean? Right. No, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely your staple. Um, Definitely, and mm -hmm. it's like a, an interesting stable that like definitely like solidifies you from other people. Right. Yo, wait till you see my fucking. I got my. Uh, I got like three hard hats. So I got this orange one right here. I got a, a green one, and I got a black cowboy one. Yo, all right. Come on, you gotta bring them out. Oh yeah, I got you. Hold on. All right. So this is the orange one. I don't mm -hmm. know if you can see yeah. it. I wrote horror hat dog on it and fucking sharpie. Here's the fucking. Here's the green one, which is actually this is the one when I was entered into the union. This is the one that was given to me. Okay. So like that's why it has all the stickers from the union and shit on it. I tried to draw on it. I wanted to make it like a Steelers helmet, but like I'm not that good of a fucking artist. So I guess I'll just buy some stickers or something. And this is my favorite one. This is the fucking 
this is the black cowboy one and it really looks like a cowboy hat like so i'm trying to figure out like when i show up in music videos with it how i can like and get people to realize it's a horror hat i mean it's kind of shiny in the light so i'm hoping that'll kind of like tip people off but like i have this cool ass plan for when i perform in it i'm just gonna pull like a hammer out or something just like bang it up against it and people are gonna think like i'm about to fucking like crush my score or something but it's a horror hat and i'm like whoa like you know what i mean that's the plan, at least. I mean, hopefully yeah. it works out like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like that. Mm-hmm. I, that one, that's awesome. Where'd you get that? Right. So I found it online, bro. I was searching apart. Like, that's kind of like my thing now. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to buy like a bunch of different color hard hats. I'm just going to incorporate them in my everyday fashion. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's kind of like, I want it to just be normal. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's the main yeah. thing. Like, maybe even inspire people to wear, you know what I mean, fucking hard hats. And maybe I'll do a show one day when I'm big and fucking everybody in the crowd's wearing hard hat. <laughs> Before the hard hat, it was the, uh, like it was the um I don't know if I mentioned this like I'm a big Naruto fan so that's where the dogu in the name came from because I was like yo if I was on this show like what would my name be in Japanese and that's how I came up with dogu because I just searched it up you know Doug in Japanese dogu and I had a uh, hidden sound village headband I don't know if you're familiar with Naruto like mm-hmm. the villages and whatnot no not not too much okay well they got like they got like different villages and like each village wears like a headband yeah. with like their symbol on it and they literally have a village on the show called the hidden sound village and their symbol is a is a music note okay. and i'm like dude i'm a fan of this show i'd be doing myself a disservice not buying this headband with the music note on it yeah. so that was kind of my thing too so i kind of wear that a lot too in like videos i pop up in yeah. and shit like that yeah dude that's awesome yeah thanks man that's I appreciate really cool. I, I like the i like these like little like connections you know people make and and like trying to distinguish themselves from like other people it's really interesting to see how creative people can get mm-hmm. and it's like and it's just all about being yourself you know that's kind of like my thing i really just want people to be themselves and i want to show them that it's like cool to be yourself like i mean i like when i wear the, the naruto headband it shows like there's been grown-ass men that walk up to me like yo because they know exactly what show it's from so they're like yo you got on them fucking naruto i left my leaf village one at home and it's like it's just like that's just the connection i just made with that person just based off of just being myself and like showing what i'm into you know what i mean right Right, absolutely. And I don't think there's any better way to approach life than to be yourself and be authentic. And, you know, I mean, and people gravitate towards that. Right. That's a, that's a gravitating thing because it's, it's, you know, when you, when you meet somebody who's genuine and comfortable with themselves, I mean, that's just like, that's the type of people I want to surround myself with. Right. But I mean, hey, that's, that's just me. But, you know, you know, you are the company you keep, I believe. Mm-hmm. You know? Um. How would you describe the the music industry here in Pittsburgh? Like, is, is it has it been like pretty accepting, like pretty um, open to you um, in terms of like your ideas and like your sound? Um, or um, yeah, basically, what's your experience been? Pittsburgh, uh, it's like I don't know, it's like weird, like because there's so there's so many different spectrums of it. Like, because for the most part, the like dominant genre in pittsburgh hip-hop is like trap music yeah you know i mean like that's kind of the thing that people fuck with yeah. but like being from the hood as well like and being around those people i feel like they're more accepting to me because like they know me kind of you know what i mean so like i'm already like kind of affiliated into their circle but i don't do the same things they do and i feel like they they fuck with that so they fuck with what i do just for the simple fact that i'm not trying to pretend to be somebody i'm not you know what i mean so like that's been the response I get from like you could always tell they think it's kind of weird. You know what I mean? Like they wouldn't. Do it. I mean, you know, that's what that's my friend tells me all the time. He's like, he's like, you know, bro, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> but like he said, I fuck with that. You really don't care like at all, bro. Like that's your thing. You know what I mean? Like 
So like it, the 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 support has been there. Like yeah, I mean nobody tells me like oh you're fucking horn it's fucking stupid. Like take it off or nothing like that. But as far as my music, it's not necessarily the norm. So I get more support outside the city music wise than I do here. Okay. Um. Now you said you're like more of an introverted person. So have you performed at any venues? Yeah, my first time performing, bro, was like, I want to say fucking, not December. It was like November. My first time performing was November. And uh, like, like, I've been making music a long time, but I never really had the right equipment to actually make quality music. And uh, yeah, I mean, so when I had finally got some good equipment, I decided like, I'm going to stop just dropping music and waiting for something to happen. Like there's actual things I could do and push that. So I had uh, added uh, a local promoter in the city. Uh, Pittsburgh Hindi is his name. He's also a rapper. And uh, I performed at one of his shows in November and uh, it was my first time performing. And it was, the crowd was very open to me and um, everybody was pretty supportive and everybody digged it. And like, I've made so many connections from that first show and I was nervous as hell, dude. And like, ever since then I just hit the ground running. Like, yeah, uh, that's awesome. So you said it was back in November? Yep. Now, have you performed? Well, obviously, I guess you haven't performed anywhere since because of this uh, COVID-19 situation. Oh, oh, no, I did. No, you did? Yeah. yeah, but not during the COVID-19 situation. It was like, okay, so there was November and then like December, towards the end of December, um, uh, a buddy of mine was having a tour and he was like having a competition to see who could go with him. Mm-hmm. And I had won. So we ended up going in New York. We performed in New York, Virginia, um, fucking where else? Ohio, which was Ohio was pretty dead. Ohio was probably the worst place we went to perform. It was, <laughs> it was wild, dude. There was nobody there. I'm like, this is crazy. Like the venue was absolutely empty, bro. I was like, how? Why are we even still getting on stage at this yeah. point? But uh, but for the Virginia show and the New York show, New York show was the latest show that I ever been at. It was just yeah. dope. Like, and there's a lot of dope artists in New York, man. It was crazy. Where uh, I keep, we're at New York. Yeah. I think we were in Queens. We were in Queens. Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're in Virginia. Virginia, Richmond, Virginia. Richmond. Okay. Mm-hmm. How big were the venues? New York. The New York venue wasn't very big. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was about the same size as Ohio venue. But I'm telling you, the New York venue was, like, packed past double capacity. Like, it was – and, like, they show so much love, dude. And they, they, you could tell that they just love this shit. Like, everybody's dancing, bro. Like, it was just, it was just a vibe. Like, and everybody who slid through like a fucking celebrity, dude. Like, even regular motherfuckers, like, iced out fucking, like, wild shit. Like, their swag is just completely <laughs> different over there, dog. It's wild. Like, wow. Um, now, what is like? What's your experience been uh, so far with like the music sharing platforms? Um, have you found that it's been like uh, very beneficial for artists in like you know this kind of new day and age that we find ourselves in, where it's more focused on streams rather than you know records? Mm. I would say it's definitely been pretty beneficial. Um, like I've had, wait, which by by sharing platforms you mean like YouTube and SoundCloud and all those? Yeah. Things? Yeah. So like. Before, when I was posting shit on my YouTube, it wasn't like very good quality, and like my my subscribers and shit reflected that. I only had like thirteen subscribers. Now, mind you, I just started like doing music series again seven, eight, nine months ago, mm-hmm. and I went from seventeen subscribers in nine months to three hundred and nine now. Okay. So, like, it's really been helpful in sharing 
my stuff and getting it out there. Instagram's probably been the best place for me mm-hmm. so far. Like, cause every time I get a new follower, I just shoot them a link. Like, that's just the first thing I do because like, it's just best to get it out the way now. You know what I mean? Because like, if you're not following me to support, I really don't see why you're following. Me, you know what I mean? No, absolutely. absolutely. But it's been helpful. It's been helpful. Yeah. Now, how, what have you been doing uh, to market yourself on Instagram? On Instagram? Uh, basically, I post a bunch. I'll post just whatever the fuck I do. Like anything. If I drop a new song, if I get a shout out, if I do anything, I just post it and I'll hashtag the hell out of it. I try to think of every type of hashtag that could possibly relate to this image to get people to watch it. The, the most fucking popular uh, video I have on my page is one of my songs that I took a Jabberwockies clip of them dancing and played it over it. And that shit's got like a bunch of views without me even promoting it. Like, so I'm trying to figure out how I could do that for every other video. Cause it has like over a thousand views right now and shit. I'm like, and every person who clicks on it or likes it, I send them a link of the actual songs. I'm like, All right, if you like the video, you obviously like the song that was with it. So I'll send you the song and tell them what you think. Right. No, dude, that's smart. The follow-up, the follow it's like a grassroots campaign, man. Right. <laughs> uh, dude, and and that, that brings like a different a different experience too, you know, from the artist to the to the person in the audience. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes it more personable because it's like, you know, you don't have to go and send them a link. You don't have to do nothing. But like, you know, just the just like the little like, hey, like, you know, thanks, you know, for liking, you know, here's a link to the rest of my shit. Yeah, it's like pretty cool. You know? Right. You know, it doesn't matter, like, where you are in terms of your stardom. It's, like, it's still, like, a someone went out of their way to acknowledge it. Like, you know, it's so, it's so cool. Right. Um, now, what are, um, what are your goals, man? Like, what are your goals, like, heading into this kind of un- uncharted territory, I guess, kind of moving forward? No, I'm just, I'm just hoping to do the best I can and be the most successful I can in what I'm doing and, like, so far things have been going getting crazy like i just uh like my music video i just posted just got posted on some atlanta website called media combat uh i got a college kid post on their instagram Mm -hmm. um about the new album and like i probably should have waited before i submitted it to them because i I did it when i had 97 monthly listeners on spotify so like people are dicks you know what i mean so like random strangers like who's going with 97 monthly listeners like commenting on the thing and I like, I replied to him, I'm like, well, it's at 568 now. You should go check it out. And like, oh, you're like, yeah, sure, buddy. Keep going. Like, yeah. like, so it's like, you got to be real thick skin. But like, I'm just, then I had to see that honcho shot out. And like, that was only a few days ago. So like, I'm just really trying to let all those things sit and simmer and really like push, just, just keep pushing to get myself out there. You know what I mean? Now we have Boy Meets World, Boy Meets World 2. Is it good enough or is there a trilogy oh definitely a trilogy bro so like my big like all right so i'm not gonna say too much but i do plan on if i ever do maybe not make it mainstream but get like up there to where i get to actually see like or meet some industry people or some shit like that there's definitely gonna be a boy meets world three because the first two have already been about like my past experiences, my dreams, aspirations, my current experiences. Right. I want the third one to be once I've actually made it there. You know what I mean? Like, and how my outlook will change once I'm in a whole different position. Yeah. I'm from the decks, not from the streets. I wasn't hood enough. So I didn't want to be with me. I wasn't good enough. I stuck my neck out for some people that I should not. I should have seen that they was evil, but I could not. I did my part. I 
course it wasn't good enough I'm from the jacks, not from the streets, I wasn't hood enough So they ain't wanna be with me, I wasn't good enough I stuck my neck out for some people that I should not I should've seen that they was evil, but I could not Don't know how I manage, and my love you took advantage Break my heart and then you vanish, and you didn't leave a bandage Don't my heart are you abandoned, you just left me all abandoned I don't understand it, I don't understand Treat me like a joke, are you joking? Baby girl, you're so dope, baby cocaine Got me smoking on this gas, baby propane You a dog, baby girl, you're yellow man Just treat me like a lame, like a no name Like a nigga with no bag, no game Are you lying to a nigga with no man? Are you lying to a nigga with no shame? And I ain't gonna lie, you bad as fuck But you ain't gonna treat me bad as fuck Liars make me mad as fuck And what you say ain't had enough And all your mouth I had enough Cause girl, you bad, not bad enough Said all your mouth I had enough Cause girl, you bad, not bad enough oh, I'm from the jacks, not from the streets I wasn't hood enough So they ain't wanna be with me I wasn't good enough I stuck my neck out for some people That another I should <laughs> And another good one to end the interview As we get towards As we get towards the end um, So yeah man what um, what what's next? What's next for Hardhead Doggy? Uh, just uh, well, what's next actually? I just was in the hotel um yesterday with uh, a local artist of mine, Brick McJuggan, mm-hmm. and we got a collaborative project coming out very very soon with some uh other dope artists on there. Uh, Stunner Two Flies actually on one of the songs we came nice. through. So yeah, so I'm looking forward to dropping that. that. Yeah. Any uh, any um, indication when we're thinking of dropping that? Oh, uh, I'm hoping in the next month or so. But like we ran into some complications. One of the artists who was on one of the songs didn't like the way she uh, recorded her vocals, so she's like, I'm, she's going to have to redo it. So hopefully she's she's fine with how it sounds. But if not, we're going to have to fucking postpone it. Try to set up another day for her to come record. Yeah. Okay. Well, dude, uh, I really appreciate you for stopping by the stoop. I Obviously, that we had to stop by virtually. Right. Uh, hopefully, you know, once this thing gets uh, under control, uh, you can stop by and uh, check it out, and we can uh, we can do uh, another interview. Um, you know, when uh, the next project comes out. Okay, most definitely, man. Hey, appreciate you for having me, man. It's like this thing you're doing for local artists is like really great. Man. Like you don't see a lot of people doing this so like this is really like i appreciate it man definitely thank you i appreciate that um please give yourself a shout out uh that way the audience knows uh where to find your music and uh where to find you on uh social media all right uh so i'm horror hat dog uh on ig you can find me at horror hat all one word underscore dogu d-a-g-u and uh it's the same for literally all platforms i'm mean, like everywhere you could just google it and i'll pop up either i'll pop up or a bunch of different horror hats will pop up but <laughs> yeah i mean you'll find me though hard hat doggo thank you for stopping by the stoop today man please make sure to check out our instagram page at stoopkids 412 the link will take you to all eight major platforms that we are available on such as spotify apple music and google podcast next week's guests are k nocturnal nine and dan meeks i am your host meet thank you for tuning in and stay healthy and blessed